Welcome to another episode of Black and Brown, a podcast where three black guys get to share their love of bourbon and, of course, go off the rails about bourbon. Welcome to the Black and Brown podcast. I'm your man, A. Colbert, the notorious PLUG. Oh, As always, I'm okay. with my man, okay. LL Cool Silverback. <laughs> I like it. I like it. What's Hard going down, cousin? <laughs> and our man, Mr. Diggable Planet himself. Delvin Joyce, the people's choice. What's the deal, fam? Hey, oh, wow, that's this, quick. This is a treat for you <laughs> and us. We got our yes, man, sir. one half of TSR in the house, OJ Lima, the J stands for Concrete Jordan, or his man James Baldwin, because he's putting pen to the paper. What's up, OJ? Welcome to the podcast. What's up, what's up, what's up? Oh, yeah. Wow. Come on, hey, you got to hey, hey, give oh, us hey, more hey, than hey, that. Yo, got, no. Hey, you man. You should have patted me down when I came in the building because I came in shooting. No, you came in heavy. You came in shooting <laughs> from the threes, the cheap seats. You Not know what every saying? day, man. You get the goat coming through. I'm saying, we're going to see the pictures. He came in with bottle <laughs> game. Yes, sir. Bottle yes, game. sir. So this is a what, um, what's cracking? It's a what's cracking. Okay. First time in the Queen City for our guy, point guard, for, point forward. Okay. OJ Lima. TSR you know, and you know with all well, you know with all these NBA trades this week, this is fitting for him to come through. <laughs> yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You're gonna you lace know? him up for the Hornets. You can probably get a starting nah, job. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I can get out of there and get a couple <laughs> buckets for the Hornets. Exactly, <laughs> man. It's like we got Kevin Durant <laughs> coming from the Nets. You <laughs> <laughs> can probably lace him yeah. up and start. Yeah. <laughs> I can get four points, two rebounds for the Hornets. Full game. That's, That's it. Funny. Then I'd be done. It'd be done. It'd be, like, yeah. it'd be done. I gotta get on the exercise bike on the side. Word. <laughs> is your Peloton on? Yeah. So a little different for this was cracking. What yes, we're sir. doing is basically um, our man OJ from TSR came through heavy with samples. And I mean, he came through with sample samples. He yeah. came through with, with uh, unicorn samples. Unicorn These samples. are not just ordinary samples. That's what like, I said. I, I said mean, unicorn samples. And we mean, don't even tell people yet, but he came through with the whole yeah. <coughs> squad. And, and yeah. we, you know, we had somebody come through with a Yeti one time. A Yeti. Yeah. A Shout Yeti out to Jess Whiskey. Shout out to our guy Jess Whiskey. Full bottles of Yetis. Yeah. But this might, I mean, this might be like better well, just because the lineup is so the heavy. The lineup is ridiculous. I can't even pick these bottles up off the This is like an all-star team right now. So this is so like heavy. starting point guard. Yeah, right. Sir. Thomas Handy. Yeah. Like, like for so real. It's like, a, you know, it's like an all-star basketball <laughs> he, team, he, yeah, right? He played for the Celtics. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, you know, it's like an all-star. With Bob Cousy. Yeah. Right, right. Exactly. You know, you got Pistol Pete at shooting guard. You got right. Magic Johnson at the point. Facts. You got Michael Jordan. Bro, sir, for real, this lineup is so great, Kevin Durant might try to come join the team. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to KD out in Phoenix. Holla at your boy. Exactly, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's dusty out there. <laughs> Be careful. It's hot in the summertime. So, Be careful. So OJ came to town to join us on the podcast for yes, what sir. is our, um, what were they, the penultimate wrap to the season, season right. eight. Yes, sir. Came to the Queen City. A mamba season. Yep. Came to the Queen City. First time in Charlotte. Um, we hooked up tonight. We went out to Cronkleton. We got a few people in the studio with us. We got our man. Um, I put Brody to work. He's on camera capturing fits. Our man Von Ghost is in the back drinking some neat pours, no ice. Von Jesus. <laughs> he's about, he about to fall out. He's struggling, but it's going to be okay. That's right. So we're going to get into a few things. We're going to drink these pours. We're going to have some convo. Word. He, he's seeking redemption. We're going to have some convos. We're going to talk about this BTAC that OJ brought through. We're going to talk about some things in the industry. It's going to be a little different what's cracking than what we usually do. Yeah. But it's going to be fire. It's going to be fire, um, dude. It's the pours fire. are going to lead us to it. So man, this seventeen year dude. So that's where we start, man. Right? Is that we start? We start with seventeen years. Is that we start with seventeen? What do we got? We got Eagle Rare seventeen. So here's the deal, man. I get I get these samples all the time now um, from different <laughs> distilleries. Yeah, stunt. Not I mean it like that. Small stunt. I mean it like that. It's just it's just part of the game. You know, you know <laughs> wait, wait. If I if you know I may, I put your wallets on the table because this is our barrel camp. We miss barrel camp, <laughs> right, right. but this is our barrel right, camp right, right here. Right, 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 so this is seventeen year. Yeah, this is the Eagle Rare seventeen year. So uh, Buffalo Trace, great people over there that work in um, the press department. Uh, they sent me the BTAC lineup, the samples. I don't know what this is, 100, 200 milliliters. But um, I have a pretty basic rule about when I'm writing stuff that's not TSR, which is if you send me samples, you send me samples. And if I can do it, if there's going to be an article that can be done, I'll do it. If mm -hmm. not, then I will send the stuff back to you. So they sent it to me. I said, hey, look, I don't really have anything for, I don't have anything for this. Like, I don't have it. All of the, all the publications that are reviewing these bottles, like have people review yeah. them. So I don't have anything for this. I'll just pack it up and send it back to you. And they, nope. were, they were gracious enough to say. Send um, it to Black and Brown. That's yeah, what that's, what, that's what I told them. I said, anytime you don't right. want a sample, put my address in the return. Right. Send it to us. They just said, keep it. Keep it. Enjoy it. This is on us. Smart. And I thought, all right, well, uh, so they sat in my house. They've been sitting there since, I don't know, November, December um, in, my, in my thing. And I just was like, yo. I'll bring them down for this. This would be good because then I can actually crack them with people and enjoy them instead of right. hoarding them at home for for, right. for personal. 
Because wow. we would definitely yeah. respect them. Mm, so I, I respect you in the morning. So I've tasted some of these before. I've tasted a couple of these before, not all of them. So there's going to be some surprises for me. This one I've had. First, yeah, first off, top. To. This takes me back to Evergreen Liquors, like Dude, we went just about to say that. to uh, Black River Run too. And Von Ghost got this joint at the bar and raved yeah, this about is it. His, I mean, this is his yeah. baby. This is his baby. So this yeah. is Eagle Rare Seventeen. Eagle Rare yeah, Seventeen. Eagle Rare yeah. Seventeen, the 2022 edition. Yeah, and you've wow. had previous editions of the Eagle Rare Seventeen. Yes, and I, to be honest, like of all of the stuff in the in the BTAC collection, Eagle Rare is is generally my least favorite. Mm, really? So, wow! Wow! You know. But you know what? Let's let's put that in perspective, right? We're talking to a guy who does single barrel picks at yeah. distilleries all over the country, everywhere. Yeah. Okay. Man, I'm so hating. if you got that kind of game in your you've been, bag, you've been, you've been there with me. You've if, been there if, long. You've been there. If you side got by the side. crossover step back jumper, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I guess. You know, it, it, it might just seem rudimentary to yeah. you. You know what I mean? Yo, man, don't compare me to Kyrie, man. I you, I'm, I'm gonna leave you guys in better than fourth place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right on Apple Podcast, you guys are gonna be at least like, it's gonna be like Bourbon Pursuit, Bourbon Junkies, y'all, right there. It's be at least wow, a third, man. Third, I like it. I like Bourbon, it. Bourbon, you know, tomorrow's, right. price, tomorrow's price. Tomorrow's price is not today's price. Yeah, that's right. That's it, right. It's just got a clean nose for me, man. It just smells. Yeah, clean. yeah. I mean, it's not much spice on the on on the palate. Do we so, know what so the proof is? Do you get any fruit on this? This is a 101. This is a 101. Fruit. Oh, yeah. Okay. 101 on this. So yeah, that's, that's why. This is one of the lighter ones in the, yeah, in the lineup why. every yeah. year. So, mm. but Ghost? So, nah. You know, oh, typical no. vanilla. Ghost, you know ghost is fantastic. Saying? He's trying to curl up mm. with a blanket right now. Exactly, dude. This is good. It's really good. It is fantastic. I mean, it's yeah. I mean, it's approachable, right? You and, know, it's balanced. And what mm-hmm. is the proof on the BTAC Eagle Rare? Just for our listeners, it's hundred proof, right? One hundred one. One hundred one. One hundred one. Okay. I mean, that's that's amazing. That's right there. Because as I'm drinking this, I'm like, man, I really mm. love Eagle Rare. As is the the ten year ninety proof. Mm. Yeah, that's my everyday. But you give me an extra seven years. So now we got driver's license, right? And and t- eleven more you feel proof. Like college apps, right. yeah. yeah. Right. And eleven more proof. This is fantastic, and I'm not just saying that. Yeah, no. This I, I got, I've had this one before at the when we uh, they did the, an event for um, uh, the I'm blazing on the tequila company, and this year the Corazon they used Eagle Rare barrels for it, so they had Eagle Rare barrels. Mm-hmm. And, Bourbon affects your memory. Yeah, they had the Eagle Rares, and then they had the tequilas that the Eagle Rares had had been in. I mean, the the tequilas that had been used that used Eagle Rare barrels. Eagle barrels, gotcha, gotcha. So uh, I had these before, and this one I was like really astounded by. I thought this is one of the best um, Eagle Rares that they've put out in in terms of the BTAC. Wait, hold on, hold on. Years. Check ball, check ball. Go you ahead. said that tequila uses Eagle Rare barrels? No, so there's another company, Corazon, that's also owned by Sazerac. Okay. And every, um, I think it's every year they ship different barrels from the BTAC collection down to Mexico to use to age their tequila. Okay. So they come back with an Añejo Let's say that's been in a handy barrel, or that's been. I think this year was a handy and Eagle Rare. Okay. So when mm. I went to that event to try the tequilas, they also had the Eagle Rare 17 and the Thomas Handy from the from BTAC, just so you could get an idea of what oh. was what. So I've had this one before, and when I had it the first time, I was like, "Yo, okay, this is way better than most of the Eagle Rare 17s that I've had in the, in the BTAC collection in previous years." That sounds delicious. Very so, good. So I mean, it's been a minute since we had you on Black and Brown. So so for our listeners, what's what's new at TSR right now? <laughs> what's what's happening? What's cracking? Uh, <laughs> so much, man. So much. Pierre became a dad. Officially participating in the dad life picks. No yeah. one he's not here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, changing diapers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's in it right now. You know, we, sure. all, we all been there with that, yes, that year one. Oh, that year one is 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 crazy. Yeah. Man, happened, I mean, uh imagine having twins. Yeah. At uh thirty two at thirty two weeks, they were only four pounds a piece. And they wow. came home. Wow. Bro, you don't get much sleep. You nah, don't get much sleep. Nah. You don't get much sleep with regular crazy. babies, but right. times two. Yeah. Yeah. Them no. dudes ate all the time. <laughs> so it was a crazy year because, you know, Pierre became a dad. He moved to Texas. That meant we had to reevaluate kind of how we do stuff, what how we do things, where we're gonna go, all just everything. It meant just really looking at the, the business differently. Um, which was a challenge because we've had like such great great moves last year. So mm-hmm. uh it was a really challenging year. It was an awesome year. We hired some people finally to help us because you know it's a lot of work. Um, so you know we have uh, a few part time people working at TSR now. Uh, so when you when you DM us on on Instagram or send an email, 
If you think you're talking to me directly, <laughs> you're not talking to me directly. Wow. Yeah, 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 your intern's gone through OJ training. Uh, well, they know how to respond. They're not even interns. The people get real checks. Oh, wow. Yeah, real checks. <laughs> <laughs> real well, you know what? They better respond accordingly. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Right. So, <laughs> so uh, we had a lot of growth with the store, which was just awesome. And it became everything that we thought it should be in the beginning. We have right. tons more like to go. Um, but, you know, we started like we took a hobby and turned it into a business. So year one was kind of like figuring out the business of the liquor business, the three-tier system, the buying things, the ordering things, the, everything supply chain, all of the hard stuff about like running a small business. Mm -hmm. And year two, which we just finished in October, was really like, you know, threw us for a loop with the, you know, because, you know, Pierre had these other things to do. We we're growing so fast. So it was just a really hard and complicated year. But we came out on the other side and it's just been, it's just been excellent. You know, off of the strength of the first two years that we did, like, no, this year I'm judging multiple spirits competitions. <clears throat> I'm doing, uh, you know, I'm the host of Craft Beverage Expo this year. Stunt. You know, Barley Corn Awards. Flex. Okay. Uh, um, New York Wine and Spirits Competition. It's my uh, game. I'm jumpers. I got jumpers. <laughs> so I'm feeling. What do you want, so, man? Back so to the basket. Been, I mean, what do you yeah, want? Yeah, yeah, what do you want? Everything. Everything. Do you, do you want, want me to post? Where you want me? Come get this work. Yeah. All you got to do is give me a ten day contract. I'm feeling real. I'm feeling real. Deion Sanders right now. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, I'm gonna be talking about being a man when you. So so, but all growth is not bad though. I mean, even though it came expeditiously, you like that word? Write that down. Even though it came a little quicker than you anticipated, you're still you're still out there. You still have a vision for TSR that you're probably on track for, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, our vision from the beginning was one: resolve our, re you know, resolve and figure out all the retail and all the logistics around the retail that we do. Mm -hmm. Right. So we did that. Right. It was real hard, but we did that. Um, you know, year two was expand all of our product offerings. Mm -hmm. Right. And then part of the second part of year two is not just expand our product offerings, <clears throat> but all of the other parts of the business that we do. So uh, events, uh, corporate gifting. Uh, we have a decent amount of concierge clients now. And then in terms of spirits, it was also let's figure out what we're going to do in this tequila space, this agave space, because we have a whole other right group of clients who are not our whiskey clients who are really into agave. And they're totally different, right? They're just totally different. So they require attention in different ways and in different places than our, our whiskey people do. Which How so? Different marketing. Yeah. Are, are, are agave people more diva than whiskey people or less? Or is it just truly just apples and oranges? It's apples and oranges because they're not collectors, right? So, like, I, I equate... Oh, okay. That's okay. interesting. Yeah. I equate our whiskey customers to, like, sneakerheads, right? Sure. Like... They wait for the email. They look at the calendar. They want to know what's up, what's coming. They wait for the email. They're ready to go. They're ready to purchase when you got something hot. The tequila customers are not like that. Tequila customers who are predominantly women, um, pretty successful. They're more like a concierge kind of client, right? So they'll be like, um, this is the product I like. I want uh, a case from my house at home because I'd be drinking this with my friends. <laughs> <laughs> I want a case. Um, ship me, I'm going on vacation in this place this summer. So I want a case sent there because I'm going to be partying with my people. Okay. They're not out there like, I'm hunting this bottle. They are like getting the bottles to drink the bottles. They like the bottles to share the bottles and they want like, they want service. Well, well hang on. Is there the same level of scarcity? Because I don't know agave like that is there is there the same level of scarcity in that space as there is in american whiskey not as much and the prices are lower yeah so you can say hey because quite as a skeptic, if i could get a case of well of 107 yo send one to this house send one to that house right exactly send one to bill and yeah. them right right so wow. right so um and and they don't they don't respond to like you know the, the um the email stuff they just they really want to like call up or send an email like they're not going to respond to the email blast like the whiskey people do they want to call up send an email and say this is what i want make it happen boom yeah you, know, you got my credit card info i'm good we don't need to have a conversation that's dope though i mean so that's do cool. your t oh go go sorry no, no, I, was, I, I just said that's dope. Okay, so do your customers in, um, normally like, you know, um, tequila finish in, in, like, you know, whiskey barrels, or are they mostly... Well, my friend. <laughs> well, my friend, while I, we're here. I like that, I like that intro. <laughs> um, you know, any Reposado, any, any, any tequila that's aged, Reposado, Nejo, Extra Nejo, is going to be in a barrel. 
Uh, right. Okay. And in most cases, it's going to be an American whiskey barrel because those are the easiest barrels to get because of the proximity to the United States. Okay. Right. So if you get a Reposado, Anejo, et cetera, the, the notes you're going to get, the flavor notes, are usually going to be similar to some whiskey flavor notes, a little bit of vanilla, baking spices, etc. That's how they're going to soften up the finish on it. Ooh. Oh, okay. It doesn't mean those are the only barrels that they use. Great. But just it does, man. <clears throat> I just haven't gotten there yet. You know what I mean? I mean, it, it's a totally, you know, I always say to people, it's a totally different thing. It's a totally yeah. different thing. It's a different flavor profile. There's also different rules in tequila. This is one of the things that makes you really honor and cherish kind of like bourbon and the rules around bourbon. Yeah. Right? No additives. Can't, can't do no fake shit. Gotcha. And tequila, there is some, there's 1% stuff. You can fake it, 1%. So in your batch, you can have up, up to 1% additives and blah, blah, blah. Now, that doesn't mean that every distillery does that, and a lot of them pride themselves on being additive-free. Right. But if you think about all the popular tequilas in the U.S. right now. Yeah. Like. So who they regulates all, they, that? I mean, they all so who? I mean, Mexican so government, just like Mexican our government, government. Regulate, okay. regulates okay. bourbon. So, so they tested. Damn, I, mean, I, don't, I re- regulate. I, what did I say? I almost said pump a nickel. Pump a nickel. So is there a program for tequila, like the bottle and bond program for bourbon? Is there something that equates to the same thing, or is it just like? Well, the government has rules. The Mexican government has rules about this is what a tequila is. This is what agave you can use. Yeah. Blah 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 blah. All that kind of stuff. So it is regulated, but just the regulations are not. Um, the same stringency as we have for bourbon. Got you. Hey, mm, got r- you. real quick before we get too deep. Right. So on that Eagle Rare, yeah, I, I, I'm giving it four and a half black fist. Right? I do. I'm giving it a solid four. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's four. I mean, it's, I mean, it's four. And I, mean, it's, I mean, it's four. I mean, seriously, it's, it's really good. It's. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, five. Okay, we got five on the front. We need a cross or something. Vaughn goes at five. Listen, yeah. listen. I don't want to rain jumpers on you all day because that's going to happen. But before we get too deep into the game, I'm going to give it four. You know four? Yeah, okay. just four. I'm four Because I feel like that's nah, the baseline. Yeah, no, nah, it's good, man. I mean, you know, you know, like I said, I'm, you know, I'm a huge fan I'm of. Just uh, getting four, bro. Don't look at me and, like like I took your lunch money. You and, know that happened. Um, you, you know, know what? What eleven uh, proof points higher? Yeah, with all the flavor. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Just uh, the mouth and, and very balanced. Very balanced. <laughs> very <Yep>. balanced. <laughs> hey, Freddie Johnson no would comment. appreciate y'all yes, right sir. now. Yes, appreciate sir. y'all. I'm matriculated. <laughs> the nose was clean no, on cheers, it, though. Choice, the nose cheers. was clean. Cheers, Sam. You know what? I, if if I would be like I'm not going to give halves and whatnot, I would give this a straight five, man. Cause yeah, I would drink this every day until yeah. Tuesday. Oh exactly. yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent. It's yeah. it's way above a John daily. You know, I just hate the fact that a lot of these you know offerings that you brought tonight, um, you just you know you just can't find. You know what I'm saying? I'm never going to get it. This right. market is just ridiculous when it comes to bourbon. Yes, allocated stuff. Yeah. people hoarding bottles. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Good so, point. Yeah, Great so I'm just point. saying, man. It's just, I mean, you know, it's, it's in the news lately, right? Yes. People getting, you know, raided and mm-hmm. you know, government coming after you because you're not, you're not, you're not doing what you're supposed to do when you cut, you know, have these bottles. You know, because yeah. you know what I'm getting on the ear on all these. What, what is, is it? That in vogue. Never gonna get it. Never gonna get it. Never gonna get it. Never gonna get it. That's a solid ear. That's a solid ear. Collective ear. Solid ear. Collective ear. Because I was thinking, what could it be on the ear? That's a solid ear. I got an ear for the end when we do the end. But I think you make a really good point. But I think you make a 100% good point. And these are some of the issues that I, as much as I love bourbon, as much as I love American whiskey, as much as I, I fly that, you know, wave that flag. Yeah. Like there's just some things that they're not good at as an industry. Right? Okay. They're not that great at marketing. They're not that great at advertising. Right. Okay. Right? All right. They're not, not great at marketing? No, they're not great at aver- marketing or advertising. Look, right now, the, the, like the simple fact that we're having a conversation about products that you we can't get, mm-hmm. yeah. that you can't get is in, an, in a market where people want them, True says story. to me that your company has not figured out how to pivot correctly to make sure that people can get the bottles. But in mm-hmm. fairness, I mean, if there's a 17-year-old Eagle Rare, you're at the mercy of time. Mm-hmm. So you can't, I mean, I don't know how you change that. And by the way, for our listeners, we just switched to the Thomas H. Handy Sazerac. Yeah, which is like, what, 30? 130.9. Yeah. Oh, and it smells like butter. <laughs> yeah. It smells I, like I equated, butter. I equate it to this, It's like, right? People's choice. You're on it. People's choice. <laughs> Uh, there Excuse was me. there were no individuals harmed in the naming right. of the government name. We'll we'll fix that in post. Yeah, we will fix that in post. But I think I'll leave it in just uh, for right. th- for tater. I, I equate it to this, right? And and hopefully you will appreciate this as a as a as a football player. You're on the one yard line. Ooh, stunt. Right? You're on the one yard line. You're right there. This is your chance to get six. Right? Do you pull up? Do you pull? You on the one yard line? It's fourth down. 
you're playing a team, you, you run it on them a couple times, you pass it, hasn't quite worked, you feel like you can get the ball in. Do you take that chance and, and, and try to punch it in, or do you kick the field goal? If I'm Russell Wilson and the Seahawks, I, I, I throw the slant. <laughs> no, you don't, right? <laughs> and they no, get the intercept. You give it to Peace Mode. <laughs> and so and to me, that's what I see with a lot of the stuff is that instead of being like, oh, look, okay, this is our 10-year plan. This is all the stocks we got. This is blah, 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 whatever, whatever. We have this high demand right now because we have all these new consumers. It would make way more sense for us to reevaluate our plan, make a lot of these things uh, you know, more readily available, put them in different liquor stores in different places all over the country. They're not doing that. They're just saying, nope, we're going. this is what we want to yeah. release. So this is what we're going to release. They're only going to these stores. These state agencies are going to get them. You know there's going to be graft. That's why we're seeing all of this all of this stuff about these articles. Oh, they're hoarding them. RNDC's right. getting sued. Mm-hmm. Like, well, what's the, what's the answer, right? Because you, we know they're working with an outdated model. Like, you got these cats in charge who don't want to change. They've been doing it the same way forever. It's been working. See, the problem is, man, like, every state has its own, you know, laws yeah. when it comes right. to alcohol consumption. So Buffalo Trace is changing their distribution. Right. 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 But They're, you know what I'm saying? I mean, because, you know, I mean, it's like dealing with, you know, 52 different, you know, countries when it comes to this stuff. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, here, you know, we you know we have, a, you know, alcohol, you know, and uh, beverage control board. Terrible. Exactly. Um, right next door to Georgia. It's a freaking wild, wild west. And South Carolina free for all. And South Carolina the same way. You know, because, you know, know New England is popping with popping bottles. Popping with bottles. I mean, you know, because, you know, I can go, you know, right across the state line and get a lot of the products that we don't get. Mm-hmm. And it's all over the shelves. That's you know? True. And the problem, the, the, but the problem I do have with South Carolina and Georgia, because they're, you know, they don't regulate prices, right? Because, you know, I saw single barrel Weller, you know, I saw a 12 year Weller, mm. um, $700. For, that's just stupid. Well, you know what I'm saying? Because, you, know. you know, they can charge whatever they want to for those right. bottles. I got you know? a different tack on that. You, huh? I got a different tack. All right, let's. What, we, I mean, what? You're, you're like, so you're a supplier to the industry, so we'd like your right. perspective I'm a, I'm on a it, retailer. right? You, yeah, you're right. a retailer, yeah. supplier, you know, okay. you have the bag, people come to get the bag, you got the product. Like, you know, I don't like mind you making barrel. money. I, right. you know, I, you know, no, no, I, don't get, I want you to but, make I mean, money because I want to keep getting a good quality right. product. You know, you got I'm a cool 59, 69 bottle, you know, bottle of bourbon. Right. You, you know, know just charge me fair. Right. Don't don't pull my pants down. Exactly. You know, so I'm gonna drink. I'm gonna drink the product. Okay. Right? But right, see but, what, Mister. But, but fair. But fair is based upon my business expenses. Right. Okay. So, so you can't sit here and tell me, oh, TSR, you have the same business expenses as Total Wine. Or you have the same business expenses as OC Bottle Shop. Right. Or you have the same expenses as BevMo. So in what other industry, right, in what other industry exists where, number one, there's a middleman between the supplier and the retailer? And then number two, where the supplier dictates the price and says, this is what you have to sell it for, and then makes all of the consumers say, well, if it's not at that price, then, like, the problem is the retailer. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. Y- you don't yeah. know what, what I got to do to get this to you. You don't know how right. much product I right. got to buy, right. how many people I got to hire. Yep. Right. Yeah. You don't know what my warehouse costs are. You don't know what my shipping costs are. You don't you don't know any of that. But so see, the then, cool thing so, about you and your organization, you're, you're available for that conversation. People can reach out to you and be like, yo, what's this? And you hit them back. Right. And, and the other thing that people don't, also don't realize is you don't understand what the distributors, the middleman, right, which is just an outdated mob thing from Prohibition. Okay. Right. His words, not ours. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's that's just facts. man. We, we all seen Untouchables. <laughs> we, we all have, seen Al Capone have. trying to bring the, bring the whiskey in from Canada. This is and the whole solely deal. the opinion of OJ Lieber from TSR. No. Nah, <laughs> These are facts. The laws in in this space have not been changed for nearly 100 years. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Nearly 100 years. How's that going to work? That's true. ABC is like, it started in Prohibition. I did research that because I was like, this is outdated. It needs to change. So I say that to say, when you get these people who get on their little little pulpit, whatever, their little thing and say, well, if it's not an MSRP, then I'm not buying it. And you're trying to rob me. It's like, dog, you don't know what you're talking about. Right. Yeah. You have zero idea what you're talking about. So you're you're clinging to a number that you think the bottle is worth mm-hmm. because the supplier has told you that's what that's what you should get it for. Right. But the supplier knows that that's bullshit. Right. They know that's not real. Right. Right. They just don't want to take they don't want to take ownership over this part of the industry until recently, right? The reason why RNDC is getting sued by Buff- by Sazerac and the reason that Sazerac is switching distributors is because they're like, look, we're tired of all the shenanigans. 
Because at one point, it was a look for us, right? The, the allocation strategy, the concept that, you know, rarity and scarcity make, creates thirst traps, which creates interest. Mm-hmm. At one point in time, that worked for them. But then... Right now, you got a distributor who's messing up your game plan, right. and now you got it, and now you got to change. Mm. Right now, you got to change. Now they have to own it as much as I, as a retailer who has the bottles, has to own. Right? Oh well, this is why my my Pappy Van Winkle is two thousand dollars on mm. the shelf. Well, yes, two thousand dollars. If you don't have the money, then then you can't buy it. Well, now Sazerac has to share in that burden. Yeah, and that's why now they're taking action, right? Because the gotcha. retailers are finally saying, "Hey, look this." This doesn't make sense, right? Like all the product I got to buy, all the things I got to do to get these different types of products. And this is not just a Sazerac issue. This is across the industry. Gotcha, gotcha. And, so. and for our listeners, what is what is the action that's being taken right now? Because I know there's been a lot of shakeup right. right now over the last couple of weeks. So in the case of Sazerac, right? And I mean, look, man, uh, in the case of Sazerac there, they went to RNDC, who's their, basically their national... Um, distributor and said we're dropping you. We're going with other distributors. Ooh. Okay. Um, number one and number two, you guys owe us a bunch of money. You haven't paid us, and we're going to sue you for it. Wow. So that's wow. where that's basically where they're at now. I don't know what this is going to lead to, right? And I don't know what their end goal is. You know, um, Brown, who is you know M Brown, who who runs that company, is a very savvy person, businessman. They've obviously got a plan, an idea for what they want to do. I don't know if that plan is we're just trying to slowly but surely erode the three-tier system or they're just saying we're not happy with the service we're getting from rndc but they clearly got a plan of where they want to go and what they want to do wow hey you're yes. you're in the south right now it's slowly but surely slowly but <laughs> surely. <laughs> slowly but surely. now, now, now let's let's handy. get a, let's let's get get a rating on, on this handy real quick. handy so we can get to the yeah 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 <laughs> so um on this handy That's yeah awesome. so i'm um so i get vanilla you know on the on the nose but you know, but I'm not a rye guy, right? But this, this is you're, it, this you're, hitting you're lying to yourself. I am. I lie. This you know, is I mean, heaven. Yeah, it's, this, this it's is, good though. Oh I mean, this is also the, you know, this is a Kentucky style rye, man. Right, this exactly. The mouthfeel, the creaminess on the on, you know on my palate is 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 hitting. The spice, the spice, is but that perfect. But that mouthfeel is this creamy, man. It's, it's so like vanilla, balanced. It's like vanilla <laughs> ice cream you, right now. What do you think the proof on that is? I've already, I know what it is. Okay. Yeah, yeah, one yeah, thirty point nine. Did you think it was that high? No. I didn't until it, I read the label. No, right. I didn't <laughs> think. I didn't think read it was the that labels. Read the labels. A rye at one thirty one, and it does not drink one thirty one as a rye, bro. Mm. I'm gonna tell you right now, four and a half blackfish. Any, anybody out there listening, your boy needs a bottle. Take <laughs> take care of your boy. That's I would. I, I think honestly, I, if I had to be objective, though, really, I would put that above the Eagle Rare we just had. Honestly, uh, uh, no, no, I would thank you, it, sir. No. Just for the listeners who can't see it, our man Von Gosh just clutched his pearls. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> talking about my mama. Um, but how uh, dare you? You're talking yeah. about my mama. Yeah, but no, nah, no, nah, it's not as good as. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna what? go four. I'm That's gonna go amazing. Four. I enjoy it. 4.6. And the Eagle Rare is 4.5. Wow. Nah, it's good. I enjoy it. Um, but um, but it's it's less than that. All right, what's Eagle next? Rare 17. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm going yeah, to uh, give up. this one a open four. Up. I think it's dope. I think yeah, it's four. Great. I yeah, love I, the Kentucky style ride to me is, is so underrated. Yeah, I it's give the it Rossville ride, the Rossville ride, four in the George, mm. four in the George Washington. That Rossville ride is four and a quarter. Yeah. I mean, it's four not you know you know ride of the year, so yeah. you know. Yeah, I mean that's what I heard. I heard that on a podcast. You know, lost ones. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, but this is this to me is a good four. Hitter, hitter of a hitter of a match bill. The interesting thing is this is a uh, right. I think this is the youngest of the ones that are in the BTAC. Yeah, the handy is only about I want to say like maybe wow. six years old. I think I'm. I think I'm at. A, I think that's a sweet spot for rise. I though. think I'm at a messed up gentleman. Why do fam? I tried. I tried to give us to us. Did you not the, open one? No, I tried to give it to us in improve <coughs> improve in, in points. Are we going, trying to go up in proof? We going yeah. down proof? Did we, yeah, did we, we ground down, down a little bit? Yeah, that's all down. good. It's BTAC. Yeah, it's BTAC. Don't matter. <laughs> Yeah, but but it's it's an eighteen year old, so it's okay. It's okay. All right, it's all right. Okay. So right, what do we got here now? We got the size eighteen. Yeah, yeah size eighteen. Uh, yeah. For the listeners out there, if you're jealous, it's okay. <laughs> we, would, we would be too. Yeah. What's the proof on the size eighteen? <laughs> it's it's a cool ninety. Nah, I mean, I, work. I didn't want to tell him. You no, know, it's fine. It's like, to, a, it's like a summer breeze. It is a summer breeze. Summer breeze, breeze make me feel oh, fine. And if you're jelly. It's okay, we would be too. Ooh. It's still good. We passing the bottle in here like we smoking a pipe. <laughs> so, so, so OJ, so so the business is growing. Oh my God. Nose is yeah, it's amazing. Bananas. 
business is growing. Not things are changing. Just, just a hit of fruit. You guys launched like during pandemic, right before the pandemic. Remind me. 2020, uh, October 2020. We actually our, met them. Yeah. Sorry. October 2020 is our, uh, that's our anniversary. Hey. Okay. We, did, we did two years right now, right? So I started a little bit earlier than that. We had to get our licenses, took the whole thing through COVID. Everybody's read that story and people, or Vanity Fair, or Ooh, Bourbon s- Plus. Slow, oh, Mike. A slow stuff. Um, <laughs> read, read a book is I've what they're telling much. you. I've said too much. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're, so, out, we're out there in publications, basically, is what he's telling you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we just finished our two-year anniversary. Um with the business. And and how have the challenges evolved? Because I know what the challenges were in the beginning, right? And now you have this established brand. People are checking for your bottles. We got people in our DMs all the time saying, yo, I mean, I hit up TSR to get that bottle. And please, and please be honest. It's Black History Month. Please. Yeah. yeah. So, so you can so, let it all hang so, out. Uh, so tell us, like, what, uh, what are the challenges now? Um. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of challenges, right? A lot of challenges because of the industry that we're in. Uh, I don't even know where to start with this. I think, all right, if we were to start with just like business, right? What is yeah. business? There's a lot of supply chain challenges, simple things, right? When you get your stuff, how it gets shipped to you. Um, you know, we've had distributors. We had distributors last year lose a barrel, have two barrels misplaced for five plus months. I think that yeah, was an old right? elk barrel they lost, right? Yeah, you, yeah. yeah. we might have, we might have been involved. You in may that. have participated in that. Um, barrels were definitely harmed in the in the in the, in the making of that shit. But um, so we've had we've had those issues, right? Which are the normal business issues of like if you own a construction company, like oh the the tractor ain't here today and we need it, you know that kind of stuff. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's simple business stuff. Then I think there's just the overall like industry of American whiskey, you know, which when we started during pandemic and people were feeling kind of bummed about uh, racial stuff in this in this country, like like sure. month, baby. You know, it was it was just a different vibe. It was a different feeling, right? There was definitely a like, oh hey, uh, we have all these new consumers in the market. A lot of them are people of color. A lot of them are Latinx. A lot of them are black. A lot of young women. A lot of young people. Mm-hmm. We want to tr- figure out how to reach those people, and I feel like we've just kind of wound the clock back on that. Right? Oh, really? Oh, so, yeah. wow. so that was big, so, because man. that was like in full, vogue at full the stop. time, and yeah. now it's not as. And now it's like you know, hey, we've you know we got the t-shirt. I, I, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to say at the point in time that was a trend because I feel like that's doing a disservice to people. Sure. You know what I'm saying to be like, oh, we're we're a trend. Yeah. But I think that there was a there was an impetus during that time Ooh. to address the issues, right? Okay. There was an impetus to address, you know, just let's, let's take the social media stuff, for instance. Right? Okay. There was an impetus to address people who were trolling in the comments over race, re- religion, all that kind of stuff, right? There was an impetus to be like, okay, that kind of behavior is not okay. Yeah. Right. 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 And there was right. an impetus to, 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 and part of that translated into... We're going to figure out how to be more inclusive in a way that we know how. But the problem is you can't really know how if you don't have a company that's diverse. Right. right. So like, That's true. Right. How do you have the representation? Right. So yeah. if you don't know how and you've never done this before and you don't have people like that who work at your company for whatever reason. I'm not pointing fingers. I'm not saying anyone's racist. I'm not saying anyone's against us. I'm just saying this country is such that a lot of these companies, a lot of these institutions do the things that they do because they don't have internal input to make changes. Uh Right. Sure. Right. And Uh I don't think it's unfair to say that about the American whiskey industry because it's, it is what it is. You go to any of these places and see, right. 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 You know, and that doesn't mean that they're intentionally trying to exclude us intentionally trying to be prejudiced in their hiring. It just may mean, Hey, look, we, we hadn't dealt with this before. We didn't know about this. We didn't know where to find a candidate. It's like all the reasons. Sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So they try to address it in the best way that they could, right? To me, it felt like a at the time a, a band aid kind of solution. Yeah. And I think now, two years later, we're seeing that, right? We're really seeing that because I look at it like, all right, if we had real, if there were real solutions across this industry, then what you're gonna say is, um, we want to see some form of equity, right? We want to see more hiring of women. More hiring of, of, of people of color. Right. We want to see an expansion of our workforce. We want to see the companies that we do business with be more diversified as as that represents the population of the consumers that we serve. Right. Those things haven't happened. Wow. So you don't think I mean I mean a little bit of 
Like you know. <clears throat> I mean, all right. So let I me mean, put it to you this way. You know what I'm saying? Like, how many in a in a in a, how many years you've been drinking bourbon now, right? Uh, uh, two years. Two years. Okay. Yeah, right. It's like two years. Like, you should, you, should, you, should, you should say it to give him a longevity. Twenty-four months. Right. <laughs> how many? How many black-owned liquor stores are out there right now that you know? Um, TSR, OC Bottle Shop, <laughs> and you just ran and you just hit shore. Yeah, it's you be just more, landed. Right? You just landed, Columbus. You just landed. <laughs> That's wow. it. Wow. Right. You, you just discovered the rock. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and so when I when I look at this industry as a whole, I think, okay, well, if you want to. Right. If you want to talk about equity and you also and, and part of equity is is about profit. It's not just about doing the right thing. Yeah. It's about saying yeah. it's about saying, hey, these these are my consumers. Right. And I want my consumer. I want everything across my whole workflow, everything that we do to reflect what our consumers look like. Right. 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 So that hasn't really happened. No. Right. None of these companies have gone out and said, well, you know what? Now that we look at what our consumer base is, we look at the growth markets is, that means that we need to like start thinking about how we work with retailers that have stores in different areas and, and, and all that kind of stuff. Right. right. They're just not doing not it. doing that. What they're going to do is say, oh, well, you know, we have there's charity things that we do. There's other stuff that we do. This is why we're a good company. And, and I applaud that. Like, you know, two snaps yeah. up and a finger. But that's not equity. Right. That's right, not right. equity. That's right. just being a... A, a good person yeah. but it's not proactively being like I think there are problems with our industry the way that we work and I want to I want to proactively solve those problems well right. the, I mean you bring up a really good point because I so so I have two thoughts on that so um, the first though is that I saw a meme that said you know wokeness was a product of low interest rates <laughs> Right. So, so, so companies could be quote unquote woke to the extent that, you know, they could invest in their business with no interest. Um, but I think part of the issue is that D, D, E, and I, or D- diversity, equity, and inclusion gets lumped into this, this thing that has this negative connotation now is wokeness. And so it's like if you were trying to be a diverse, progressive company and hire people of color and women, then you are considered woke, and now that has a negative connotation. And what's crazy is we've always said on this podcast, one of the reasons we started this podcast is because we believe that women, people of color, are the emerging market. They are. Right? They are flat out. They are. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And that's part of the thing where I'm like, well, y'all got to do better, right? Because you're, you're benefiting from a boom. You're yeah. benefiting from a consumer boom, right? Right, right? The reason that you can, you can, you, you, the the suppliers are saying to everyone, we don't have this product, is because you have all these new consumers in the market, right? right? Those new, all those new consumers, they're people of color. There's a lot of Latinx brothers out there. There's a lot of black dudes. There's a lot of women, younger women, etc. People getting into it. So that. If you want to use the thirst trap culture of, oh, these, this is hard to get. We don't thirst have trap. enough of it because there's so many more people trying to buy your stuff. Then, like, you have to also look at the fact that the people who are trying to buy your stuff are not the same people that were buying it before. 100% facts. You know. All right. So we are right now drinking the, the Sazerac. Yeah. So this is. All right. So is this like the Sazerac raw, like, you know, the night Baby Saz. Yeah, baby this, Saz. This is Granddaddy Saz. This is Granddaddy Saz. Because this is 18 years old. Right. Yeah. It can yeah. vote. It can serve in the military. Right. <laughs> it can smoke. And it's only 90 proof. I'm going to give so, this. So, you know, the thing is about the. I mean. It can get its own TSA pre-check. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> My meetings next week. Right. Hey, so um, actually, I think that drunk hot, um, hotter than the I handy. Co- I completely agree. Yeah, completely agree. Yeah, it drank hotter than the handy. This had a little more bite to it. Yeah, than 130 proof. Right. And, and the handy is 40 proof points higher <laughs> yes. than this. But yeah. you know what? The nose on this one was a it's, lot. It's, oh, the a nose. A lot more prominent yeah, for me. Because for because me. It, to me, because it, it it was more more pepper. I'm gonna yeah. give it three and a half black fish. Yeah, me just too. three and a half. Yeah. Three and a half. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, three two seven five. Uh, yeah, three, two, seven, five. Yeah, I like, I like this, this brother over here doing it. mathematics yeah, for sorry, real. Man. Like, if I could get doing, my man. hands on this BTAC collection, I probably wouldn't that's, go for that. One. So far, that's like my least favorite. Least, fa- least, least favorite. Least, least favorite so far. Down. Listen, hundred percent. I will have no least favorite in this BTAC collection. No, no, no. I'm, they I'm will telling all you, play all, a position for yeah, me. Yeah, they're all buys because. Yeah, but um, I'm just saying. I mean, what, what are you giving it? What this joint right here? Yeah, I give it a smooth four. 
Oh, wow. now, now hang on. Now this one right here that we're right about here. to crack. Everyone watched it right This here. one is my. I got her. I got her sitting here staring at me. This one's my hall pass. Are you going to no, no, tell no. everybody this, what it is? No, this one is your hall pass. Let me see the hall pass right there. No, no, no. I already had that. Let me see this. <laughs> I know you have. But this oh, one. Oh, yeah. That's what we're all here the, for. All right. The W.L. Weller. Yeah. 22. Yeah. 2022 BTAC. What is the proof on it? Don't even tell them yet. No, tell me. I, yeah. just, I just looked at it. 124.7. Mm. 124.7. Can a church say amen? Yeah, man. Well, we went to the river. Yeah. All right, smells yeah, amazing. It's getting deep cuts out here for uh, Black History Month. I'll oh, tell you that. Yeah, it was Black History all month. Real stuff. Black Manhattan's and Black people. What's so, up? so you you mentioned something earlier about charity, and I, I know that there was this whole dust up about oh, charity really? barrels and like, what's the real on the charity barrel? And is that it? Was that like an <laughs> advent of 2020 or what? What is that? No. Nah, wow. Oh my God. We, we about to throw hammers. Yeah. But anyway, wow. when you answer his trouble, when you answer his question, I gotta give. If Tell people where they can send money for your GoFundMe for your, your right. campaign. Right. <laughs> Have you guys had it yet? Have you guys tasted? The no, no, I've no. just nosed it. Amazing. The nose is. It smells like. It smells like. Yeah. It smells like butterscotch. Oh, I'm not saying that with hyperbole. Write that down. Hyperbole. Hyperbole. With the number is that one kind pick, of rye. Hyperbole rye. Yeah. With yeah. the number one pick, Dub H selects. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Coming to the stage. Right. Aren't you guys glad I came to town? For your Ooh. Charlotte Hornets. Ooh. We buying your flight next time. I'm sorry, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'll bring you your bottle. Is this your number one selection? Right. So far. It's got my nose running. Wow. <laughs> All right. So so tell me. Break, sorry, it, break sorry. it down. Charity barrel. All right. Charity <laughs> charity barrels. All right. I don't like the charity barrels. And I, again, like. And for our listeners, break the, what, what, are, what is a charity barrel? A charity barrel is essentially when a, 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 a group of guys, let's say. Representing a certain charity goes to a distillery, selects a barrel, and then sells that barrel, and the profits go to charity. Okay. okay. So the so the distilleries, it's a very easy look for the distilleries to say, "Oh, okay. we're, we're we're doing something good here, right? Like you've dem- you've said you're doing it for a charity. You showed us the you know the five hundred one c three paperwork, so we know the money's going to charity, right? So this is you know it's going to serve someone." But I, I just I'm not I feel like it's, I just feel like it's kind of BS. It's not yeah. that the money isn't being raised for good causes, right? But I think a charity and as a company, I think a charity. The first thing I think about as charity is if you're doing charity for your company, you're taking care of local causes, right? Things yep. that are around where your company are. Sure. So that could be your local school system, yep. Um, local kids, local homeless people, local veterans could be whatever, whatever, right? But it's going to be within the proximity of where you are, yep. right? So that's how I think of how charity should work. The way that people are approaching it now, right, is it allows the distributors, to, I mean, the, the suppliers to say, oh, look, we did this with this group, and they gave money to whatever this charity is all over there across the country. But my question is, like, is anyone really doing a math on this? Because it looks, cause, because yes. I, I, all I'm saying is, man, it looks like a hustle. Yes. Right. It looks like a that's hustle. Why whenever, that's, like, oh, so that's it, why when I go to, you know, to the grocery stores and say, hey, do you want to give a dollar to whatever else? I was like, no. No. I'm not, I, I, I'm not, I don't, I don't do that. It, but it's not even this. Look, let's let's what? let's break the money down on this. What? You know, because I feel like down. if if I'm going to give to that chair, I'm going to do it directly because, I mean, so they going to say, oh, we gave blah, blah, blah to the, you know, the United Way. Yeah. That was part of my. You didn't do anything. That's your customers. Hundred percent. Right. And by the way, you don't get a tax write off for rounding right. up for charity right. at the grocery store. Exactly. I'm sorry. No, 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 and and right. the hustle is yeah. the hustle is with the grocery store. Just real quick, they've already given their money. Like they've already given like say ten grand. Yeah. What they're getting from you is all profit. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They're gonna yeah. get their ten grand back and more. Yes, sir. Because they say, hey, do you want to round up just let, for? Let me. Right. Let because me, let me give let me give you all the perfect line. You ready? Yeah. Please. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry. We've already chosen our our charities for the year. You can't dispute that. Right, like right, if you right. call me and you say, "Hey, you want to give money to the Fraternal Order of Police?" I'm sorry, we've already chosen our charities for the year. Why don't you just say, and, "No, I'm not doing that." No, but because we have, we <laughs> have chosen our charities. How am I supposed to do that? He's like, "I have so much money, I give something." Yeah. How, how, how am I supposed to do that? I've yeah, got so much, I've got so much money, do I don't that. even go to Habitat guy, for Humanity. Never supposed to do that. Never. How am I supposed to do that? Yeah. Sorry, All right. So no, let's break. Let's let's break the math down, right? And let's just use like arbitrary but simple numbers. Let's say I go to let's say I go to um, uh, Distillery X, and I say I'm doing this charity barrel, 
Here's the charity I'm here's the charity I'm I'm doing it for. They check mm-hmm. the paperwork. Yep, that's a 501c3. Ba 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 ba. I go up my guys, my homies, I bring my homies, we have fun, we get our swerve on. Woo woo! Oh, look at us. We in Kentucky. We doing our thing. Oh, yes. we kicking it, right? Swerve on. Swerve. Okay. The charity barrel goes to the re- goes to the distributor, right? So there's a markup there to the distributor. The distributor sells it to the retailer, which you've chosen. And let's say the retailer pays $50 for for the bottle, for each bottle. Okay, there's, a, and let's say it's 100 bottles, right? The retailer is then going to mark it up, plus money on top because it's a charity. That's because we're going to assume that it's a, a, a very reputable distillery that everybody wants a bottle from. Okay. So let's say that they now say this charity bottle is worth $200. Oh. Okay. Now, the way I was raised... As a Roman Catholic, which I'm not practicing anymore, but the way I was raised to think about charity is you're giving of your time and your energy and sometimes your money to benefit other people. Right. So in this scenario, if you're assuming that you're doing this not for self, but for the charity, then we know that the, 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 the retailer paid $50 for the bottle. They're charging $200. Mm. $150 should go to charity. Right. right. $150 ain't going to charity. Yeah. I joined going to the Pope. No, 150. No, I'm just saying 150 ain't going to charity. They're gonna put their part. They're putting 100, 200 on it, right? Which is, let's say that's you know twice what they're supposed to be charging. They're keeping their portion, right? The retailer, mm-hmm. so they're making a profit, mm-hmm. huge profit it's, on it's, charity. They're making a profit, and then the the rest of the money, which is above whatever profit they decide with the the people who are doing the charity pick, is going to charity. So if I say, all right, I bought it for 50, we're gonna sell it for 200, but you're only gonna get 150 to 200. So for each bottle, you're getting 50. But I need to. I'm taking my 100 as the retailer. Yeah. And you can't tell me that there aren't retailers out there doing it. The retailers aren't out there saying, "I'm gonna basically do this as a service because I think this charity makes sense." So I'm not gonna take any money. Any money. So I'm not gonna take they, any profit. Wow. Right. So the charities aren't making all the money that they're supposed to be making. Right. Now, on top of that, you're the guy that's decided, "Oh, I'm doing a charity." Blah 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 blah. I'm coming with my boys. We're having the experience. You don't think that you're taking a case of those bottles? You're not taking a case? You're not taking two cases from the retailer? You're not saying to the retailer, give me two of those cases at cost, right? And then what are you doing when you, when you have those, those cases at cost? Flip. You're flipping them. Ooh. Flipping so them. you're making your personal profit, mm. right? You, you, you're not giving all the money to charity. The retailer isn't giving all the money to charity when it's said and done, Yeah. right? And you're having this custom boutique experience at a... Super amazing distillery for you and your boys. So Holla. basically, you say we need, we need to do a, a no, charity, charity barrel. barrel. That's what I'm saying. I mean, charity no, barrel. That was my takeaway. Yeah, 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 yeah. All, all I'm saying is, so when I hear the when I hear the supplier say to me, "Oh, well, we bought <laughs> it to charity barrels. All this money was made for charity." I'm like, "Yo, no, that's not." No, well, no, I'm saying, like, "Yo, yeah. that's great. That is yeah. like congratulations. Money was made for charity." Sure. But the reality is, charity does not create equality or equity, right? You know what equates equality and equity? Mm. Making a business plan that says, these are the areas I'm going to invest in. This is where I'm going to spur employment. This is where I'm going to spur investment. True story. And in particular, if I think that... you know, businesses in my area need more investment or, or more employment. Cool, I'm going to support that. If I think, oh, this is out of whack because 99% of the retailers are owned, are, are owned by white people, then I'm going to figure out a way to adjust that. Charity Barrels and all of that is doing none of that. Wow. It's doing 0% of that. Hey. All it's doing is giving a, a select group of people the opportunity to go have a boutique fancy experience wow. which they're also personally profiting off of wow. but they're also well. give, they are giving money to charity but it ain't it, it ain't it, as rosy as it looks like we're, uh, we're not even we're not even cracking bottles so we're now, cracking foreheads and skulls so now, you know what I'm saying this is what's cracking this what's cracking so now I go to distill this distillery hey I'm OJ Lima I got this business right I'm, I'm in an underrepresented group I'm trying to grow my business right I'm also trying to grow your consumer base. I want to do I want to do a barrel with your company. 
I'm a for-profit company just like you are. Why do I have to be charity? Why do I have to do charity? Mm, right. Trying to, that, I'm trying I, to cut I, checks. I can't make money, so you can make money, but I can't make money. You make money. money. Right? True story. Yeah. The, 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 the distillery is making money on a charity barrel because they're selling it for the same amount that we sell they're, any other anyway, normal barrel. Yep. Right? Wow. The distributor is making money on the barrel. The retailer is making money on the barrel. And some additional money is going to charity. But if we, if I then come to you and say, hey, how about equity? How about you spread these barrels around? Spread them barrels, son. Right? How about you give me some? How about you give Jeff Hill some? Yeah, right. How about you barrels. give someone else some? Because these are products that people want. These are products that could help me hire more people. These are products that could help me put more products in the shop. Right. Dot, 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 dot. Bring in more, bring in right. more diverse consumers. Right. Yeah. Oh, well, no, we can't do that because the amount of barrels we have is limited and we're doing this many for charity. Right. Wow. Yeah, that's that's oh, wild. No, you, you, you just put us on game because I had no, no idea. idea. So I'm not saying that everyone is guilty Simpson, and I'm not saying that everyone has <laughs> bad Simpson. intentions. All I'm saying is where there's a loophole, there's a racket. Hey, racket I got yeah, you. If you don't think you. that there's a racket in this right now, yeah. then you're not paying attention to the right. And also, if you see a charity barrel, don't buy it because they up to some no good shit. Hey, all right. I'm not so saying this, that. No, no, I'm not no, saying no, that. no, he's not saying that. Oh, I'm so not saying I, that. I didn't get that but from I'm, the takeaway. No, 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 okay, I'm not saying that. But what I am saying for the suppliers, right? Don't get my cliff notes. What I am saying for the suppliers is. If you if you really if you want to do something that you think is charitable that you think is going to create change, that's not it. That's yeah. not it, right? Yeah. Charity has never solved. Charity has never solved any major problem that we have in this society. It oh, has, true story. It, right? It has helped people. Has not. It has. It, it has done beneficial. But it's not change. But it's Charity not change. Not necessarily change. It's not change. Yeah. All right, guys. The, real quick. The, the, the Weller. No. The oh, the Weller. Yeah, yeah we, the Weller. It, 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 yeah. Five, five black fists. hundred percent five. Five black fists. Yeah, five dollars. I mean, huge fruit. Um, just um, fruit on fruit on fruit. Yeah, dude, it's it's good, man. The marshmallow. It is a perfect. flavor bomb. Yes, man. You know, and you know, well, you know, I've been, you know, have been uh, called a weeder back are, in the day. You're a weeder. Taster. I'm a weeder. Something like a tater. Right. Yeah, but um, it's good. He's a homer for yeah, weeders. Yeah, so so far, that's the best I've had tonight. I give it four and a half. Phenomenal. A little, yeah. a little bit over, a little yeah. bit over four, four, four point five. I plead the fifth. One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, half a fifth. Yeah, I give it I got, that. Um, it was very nice. I still got the Eagle Rare in first place, man. This one was really good. That one was really good. Yeah, that's really good. But the dude. Eagle Rare to me is like. Is it better? I got, I got some neck and neck up in the fours. And, yeah. and we are transitioning to the. We are all here for stag. <laughs> all here for stag. <laughs> So is is, is the stag the highest proof that we had th- this evening? Is is that one thirty eight point seven? Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. So the twenty twenty two. You only this need, a, Aaron, hey, you only is, need is, an eyedropper full. Hey man, this is yeah man. This is Aaron Judge. <laughs> wow. <laughs> really, dog? Yeah, man, it's Aaron Judge, dog. Really, dog? Yeah, come wow. to the plate. Can be can be Derek Jeter. So so nah, OJ, man, nah, I don't nah, even nah, like man. the Yankees. Nah, but you, nah, nah, you give, Judge, you give power, Judge over Derek Jeter? No, it's more power, dude. We're not, we're not talking about like overall. Are we talking about finesse and women? No, I mean, we're talking about on field, off field. Talking about power. You gotta have a balanced game. On field, off field. Derek Jeter had that. <laughs> yeah. On field, off field. So, Come on. So, he also so, had rings. So OJ, as we're as we're as we're drinking the George tea stag, because I don't know if you know this, but we're all here for stag. Oh, look, you know I'm an avid listener of the podcast. You, you oh, shout out to our man OJ. Right. We're all here for the Black right. and Brown podcast. Right. Is, you know, there's a lot of I feel like there's a lot of influencers that have infiltrated the game, and I think for good reason, because a lot of these influencers represent some of these underrepresented communities that you're talking about. The question that I have for you, as someone who's on the inside, is do do distilleries really care about influencers and brands? Like, is that is, are they moving the needle, or is no. that just kind of no, no? So, so the no. Black and Brown podcast is not changing the game. I mean, we've no. launched so many careers right. here. Yeah, you, have. you have look. Here's I a, mean, right. ton of careers. Dude. All right, let's go back. Let's, I know, I know three right let, off the rip. Uh, right let, off the rip. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go back to this. Right. Let's go back to capitalism. Right. Oh. Okay. Oh. Right. So I'm a supplier. Right, I'm a, I'm a distillery. Sure. Yeah. All right. What what am I doing? Right. I'm making I'm making spirits to sell to make a profit. Yes, of course. Yes. Okay. So my job is to, I make a product and I sell it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, that's your business model. Right. So I don't really care about being in business with anyone who's not buying product. Oh, okay. Because it doesn't serve my business. Right. And social media. Is you're not buying you're not buying the product. What you're the what you're basically saying to people in many ways is, oh, I'm going to market this for you. 
Right. People have come to me and said like, oh, oh, I, c- I could like help you market TSR. I'm like, yo, bro, I can market myself better than you can market me. But Ooh. but in fairness, though, but, but in fairness, let me push back on this. Okay. For a Phil, okay. Dark, okay. Phil, Phil Doctor Who has a rough interview. How many people watched the Super Bowl last year? I don't know. I billions. Don't have, I don't have those billions. Numbers. Millions, those billions. Numbers. No, hundreds of millions, right? Yes. Let's call it let's call it 150 million people. Yeah. Okay. Kylie Jenner has 197 million Instagram followers. So if I'm Pepsi, Who's I'd be better served to just give her money and say, "Here, put put a Pepsi can on your Instagram." Versus paying $40 million for a Super Bowl ad. In theory, but are they actionable, right? So I, w- I would only say this. Who's Kylie? Um, <laughs> well, I don't know. That's the oh, one who okay. does the 818 tequila. You may have heard of it. It's got all the additive. Tastes like coconuts. I have no idea like who that is. T- it's a tequila that doesn't taste like agave. Okay, I'm sorry. But, all right, the question is, are those people actionable, right? So um, are those people actionable? That's really going to be the issue that you're dealing with right now, right? So... God, I'm like, how is the be- how's the best way to explain this? Or what is like that? Use a football analogy. Explain it like he, black history. Black he, history he's terms. Like, he's like, go back to football. Okay, here's here's the best way to do it. Uh-oh. Uh, Jeff Lamb, angry Asian guy. That's my guy. Good hey, dude. what up, Jeff? Really good dude. Yep. Oh, he just hit you up. He just hit Whoa. you up. No, yeah. No, that's the sale. That's, that's a sale. sale. Baller. That's a sale. Get money move. Oh, that's a sale. Get money move. Sorry, we j- sorry. We just sold the bottle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, Jeff Lamb, right? That's my guy. Really good dude. He, I, I want to say he has like 100,000 followers. Right? Okay. So he's done a couple barrel picks with us. Right. Right. You know how many bottles Jeff Lamb really helped us, helped us sold, even, even by posting his stuff? Zero. Um, Dad's Drinking Bourbon, 40,000 followers. Hmm. They did, uh, they did the, um, uh, the whatchamacallit, the Jack Daniels picks with us. Mm-hmm. Really cool guys. Like, didn't also help us sell a lot of bottles. Now, we don't choose these people and say, oh, they got a bunch of followers. They're going to help us sell bottles. We choose these people because they're our friends, and we ride with them, and it's great to have this experience with them. So I don't have an expectation right. when I'd say, oh, yo, man, Dad's been bourbon. Come do a thing with us. Like, my, okay. Since you have so many followers, I'm thinking this is going to sell out. I'm like, yo, that's my responsibility as the business owner. Okay. Yo, yo, I want to have you there to have you there. But curi- okay. curiosity. Uh, dude, I'm about to say, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. We got the same DNA. Yeah. You know where I'm going. Yeah, I know you're going. Curiosity calling. This, this curiosity. What did Black and Brown help you sell? You guys help us sell a lot of bottles. Yo, 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 I can say from experience as the person who runs a store, yeah. those people go out based on your on what you say and they purchase. Yo, all I'm saying is mic drop. Okay. If you're somewhere and you're a listener of Black man, and Brown, that, man, stand up so, and pat yourself that, on man, the that, back. That, you know what I mean? That, so, that, that made my night. All right. So, Dan the Bourbon Man. That's my homie. That's yeah, my yeah, guy, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So many followers. I don't even know where it's at right mm-hmm. now. Yo, Dan puts people on game. Right? You know, just because Dan the Bourbon Man is doing a pick with us doesn't mean that people are like, oh, I'm buying this because Dan the Bourbon Man said, right? So yeah. now, take it back to your distillery, right? Like, sure, is it potentially better because you have this many followers on social media to work with you as opposed to put a put a thing in a Super Bowl? Perhaps, <laughs> but there's no there's no real research methodology, anything to dictate really says, oh, this person posted this thing and therefore... Right. Therefore, we sold this many bottles. Right. The right. second thing about it is because it is so second nature to what we do, social media, and everyone is participating on one platform or another. Yeah. It's a given. So you can't go to right. I sit in this weird space where like I write articles for different publications. Mm-hmm. I have a decent amount of Instagram followers. Pierre has more Instagram followers than I have by maybe about a thousand. Then we have social. Then we. Then we have TSR, which has, you know, probably around the same that I have. So between the three of us, if we put all stuff together, let's say it's around, let's say it's 10 Gs right there. Mm -hmm. 10,000 followers, let's just say, right? But even so, right, the expectation of all these brands is that social media is a given, Mm. right? So if you come to to a brand and you say, well, you know, you should pay me $1,000 because I have... You know, thirty thousand followers, and I'm going to post your bottle. They're like, number one, that that habit, that's a given. So we're not going to pay for something that we know we're already going to get, and you're in all likelihood already going to do. Right, right. 
And number two, what is the value of that? Because you're not, I'm, you're asking me to spend money with you when my business is to take money from people for my product. Wow. Man, you right. know, I feel, I feel like, we somewhere behind the curtain. Yeah, right dude. Now, you know yeah, what I mean? man. But you know, the other let's let's come back in okay. front of the curtain. Yeah. Let's get a rating on this on this George C. Stag. Yeah, George C. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, bro, yeah. I'm gonna tell you. I mean, this five black fists. No, that thousand percent. No, this this joint right here is this, amazing. So <laughs> so it it didn't hit me like it did in um, Louisville whenever you had your bottle. <laughs> Well, this um, is this is a different year though. Yeah, Yours was twenty twenty one. Yeah, right? no, I had twenty twenty. Yeah, was twenty twenty one. And what is this? I got a. I got a. I got a. Excuse my ignorance. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, wow. man. I got, a, I got a dankness or like an off off putting. Maybe maybe you got Rick House. note. The yeah, Rick I got. House yeah, I got. A, I got. A, yeah, I didn't. I didn't particularly enjoy this one. Um, mm. But yeah, so I mean, it's it's still over a daily, obviously, but. Um, to me, I think that Weller William then the then the you know what? In fairness to your yeah. point, yeah. yeah. If the Weller is a five, yeah. this is a four point nine. Yeah. But it's still up there. <laughs> yeah, nah, this is like dude, the John Jones of bourbon. This one will beat your ass. Beat your ass, <laughs> bro. Potent. Yeah, I'm not. It is I'm delicious, not, yeah. but it is extremely potent. And it's yes. gonna talk to you about yes. it. It's gonna it's, talk to you about it. I mean, this is definitely. Uh, well, you got steak. That's a tap out quick. I got. I got four point one. Nah. 4.1 that's it Yo what a treat to have the goat in the studio No, no, no I mean, real. I mean this is like yeah. a cherry on the ice cream right, what, else, what else What else you want What, what else, what else Now nah, we're done man No we're done man We got some more We got one more bottle We got one more to drink No I no I want the surprise We're gonna oh. save that for the next episode You sticking around for yeah. for, for next no, week we got, right I got, I got something else for next I got something else when I come back next week we're we're gonna stick around for the next episode. No, no, no. We're, we're gonna, we're gonna save that, that bottle for next week. Yes. and then the 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 ghost you got, we're gonna save that for next week. Oh, my um, God. Okay. Uh-huh. Everybody everybody knows where to find you by now at Taste Select Repeat. Um, you know that if the, if they're in the library, they they can read the shit you're writing because it's out there. It's fire. Yeah, man. His personal uh, joint. Uh, Neats rocks. Neat rocks cocktail. cocktail. The yeah, three yeah. ways. The three ways to enjoy a beverage. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, what a pleasure, man, having you in the studio, hey, man, bro. Thank you, dog. Yo, thanks, thanks for coming. Through, yo, thanks man. for coming through. How you always bring that heat. Always forever hey devil wrap this joint up when you're ready B yo man uh, stay black and keep it brown go to TSR and get you some bottles (laughs) until next time (laughs) yes sir cheers